Hello, fellow Americans. I'm Alan Johnson, representing Freedom Gold USA. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on the minds of many conservative Americans, inflation and the looming threat of central bank digital currencies. Inflation is eroding your purchasing power. And if you don't take action, it's your savings, your retirement, and your children's future that will pay the price. But here's the kicker. The government is pushing forward with central bank digital currencies, giving them unprecedented control over your money. They can track every cent that you spend and potentially limit your financial freedom. At Freedom Gold USA, we believe in preserving your financial independence. So don't wait any longer. Protect your wealth with physical gold. Visit our website at freedomgoldusa.com or call us today at 1-888-411-1845. And together, we'll safeguard the American dream. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers call tonight, 503 503- 225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So for the past couple of nights and even for the weekend, there have been a lot of Kennedy retrospectives. I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, uh, I don't, people are wondering why. Well, yeah, of course, it's around that time of year. But 60-year anniversary of the Kennedy assassination 60 years ago. CNN, the History Channel, streaming services, all paying tribute to JFK. New stories coming out, new revelations coming out after 60 years. Still, though, the Biden administration has decided to keep some of the documentation shut down. And, of course, that's typical. I know there were a few that were released during the Trump administration, but not very many, not not a lot of uh, uh, revelations in that. And, uh, gosh, I mean... I'm 59 years old, so 64 is a long time ago. 63 is a a long time ago. And we sometimes forget just how significant the assassination of John Kennedy was to the world back then. Whenever I hear these retrospectives and I hear Walter Cronkite or uh, any of the other newscasters, Harry Reasoner and a bunch of others, I just remember them when I was younger saying that President Kennedy has died or the two priests that were with Kennedy said that he's dead. It always gives me a chill. Or when I hear the police officer says something's gone wrong in the motorcade route, something happens in the motorcade route, that's always very frightening for me. It just sounds so intense and horrifying. Realizing that the Zabruder film, the Zabruder film was the first time we saw a president murder be murdered on television yeah, anyone to be murdered on television actually because when they showed the the film and i mean when you see uh oswald being shot that was a wake-up call for everybody and uh but now i uh it's hard to express to younger people because they've been scarred now and they're numb from well some of them numb from the 9-11 attacks uh, the younger ones, COVID-19, and now the two-front war that seems to be open-ended and fruitless. Always the worry of World War Three, but we're hearing 
stories that everything's calming down, but I think it's calming down for the holidays. You, you seem to, you know, hear the calming happen. And then of course we start focusing other places. We can open up a war. I mean, we're so used to hearing about the assassination, uh, the assassination of Kennedy that a lot of people tune out. They don't want to hear anything. It seems that there is a sustaining vigilance though. That's lasted six decades. And for me, I always say, well, this is my last Kennedy show. I'm not going to do another Kennedy show. Not another Kennedy show. It's like I'm Kiss. I'm doing the farewell tour every week or every month or every year. <laughs> I mean, it's like I talk about Kennedy. Well, I mean, 60 years. I mean, it's gone by so fast. I, mean, I remember doing the 50-year anniversary of Kennedy. Now, 60-year anniversary of Kennedy. And like I said, I'm 59. I wasn't born when Kennedy was killed. So I still have an interest, though. And I think I rarely or blurry in my mind remember rfk uh when his casket was being transported and he died but it was something that i think even though i was not born yet the 1970s and the 1980s we started seeing a huge push on the conspiracy train with documentaries and books written on the subject here we are 60 years later, and there's another documentary that grabbed my attention and shook me up a little bit. Um, I mean, when you have an anniversary of one of the greatest conspiracies of all time, and, and, and when you see it get a new breath of life, especially after 60 years, it's not only a great opportunity to dig up a little history, but when you look at the feature you look at the new evidence, you look at the you look at some overlooked theories. And sometimes these overlooked theories need to be investigated and some of them make a comeback. And one of those theories is the idea that the Kennedy bodies or the Kennedy body was switched or altered when it went from Parkland to Bethesda Hospital. And this is something that's been featured on Paramount Plus. It's a documentary called JFK, What the Doctors Saw, which brings to light stunning revelations from the doctors who were at the ER, Toronto Room 1, on the day that President John F. Kennedy died, or that he came in after being shot, after his assassination. Now, their recollections are precise and clear, as if uh, the intervening decades had melted away, and they still remember. I mean, each of them reacted strongly when the autopsy pictures were projected on a screen, and they didn't agree on everything. But it became obvious that the way the president looked at Parkland did not match the autopsy photos taken at Bethesda, even before the official autopsy began. And the government did everything it could to negate, intimidate, and threaten the Parkland doctors because their observations contradicted the single magic bullet theory of the Warren Commission. Now, based on this, we have to conclude that there had been a cover-up and the public had not been told the truth. If the doctors are coming forward, laying their reputations on the line, saying that it, nothing matches, n- none of the stories match with what they saw, the idea that they delayed Kennedy's pronouncement of death till one, and the doctors saying, I was holding the brains of Kennedy in my hand, and yet they, they wanted us to do heart massage and keep him trying to revive him, but that that didn't happen. And the wounds they told us that they said they saw are not the wounds that we saw. So how does this happen? Either they went in and they tampered 
with the body of President Kennedy. Or the president was not the president. It was somebody else. I know that sounds outrageous, right? But uh, they said in the, in, the, in the documentary, President Kennedy didn't look like himself. At least not from the Bethesda pictures they saw. And based on the discrepancies between photos and x-rays, common sense would dictate a probable connection and an amazing synchronicity about what happened to the body of President Kennedy. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.